Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cat is a leaf of a plant that grows mostly in the Horn of Africa, northern Kenya, Ethiopia, Somalia. It contains a substance which has actions rather like caffeine. In fact, I like to describe cat as a chewable form of caffeine and coffee as a drinkable form of cat. And in fact, interestingly, the origins of coffee and cat are very similar. They both came from the same regions and were used by the same people. And the reason coffee dominated the recreational stimulant market is because coffee beans are very transportable. And in fact, coffee will grow all around the world, whereas cat has to be eaten fresh. What is in the plant that gives it this stimulant property? What are the agents in there that produce the effects that people chew it for? The plant contains uh, small molecules, which are a bit like caffeine. They're weak stimulants. They're called cathinones. And uh, we think they're there in order to deter insects from eating the plants, which is why we think coffee's in the coffee plant and nicotine's in the tobacco plant, etc. So these are plant defence molecules. So with cat, you have to chew the leaf. That then breaks down the cells in the leaf so that the cathinone comes out and it is absorbed in the mouth or sometimes through the stomach. And what does it actually do in the body? What part of the nervous system or what part of our body's chemistry is the cathinone targeting to produce the pleasurable effects? We're not entirely sure because it's not much studied, but we believe that it's probably stimulating the noradrenaline system. So it gives you an increased heart rate, makes you feel a bit more alert and alive. It may also have some effect on the brain dopamine system, and that's a system which is involved in attention and motivation. It's interesting because we, we know virtually nothing about how, what caffeine does in the brain either. But the, uh, it seems that they have very similar effects. They keep you awake, produce a kind of satisfaction after eating. They've been used in that way uh, for several thousand years. And is there any evidence of any negative effects when people use cat, either short-term or long-term? There are some harms from cat. If you eat a lot of it then you can become dependent on it. Just like if you take a lot of caffeine, you can have a withdrawal reaction from caffeine. And there's also the concern that either through the plant itself or possibly through some of the insecticides they use to help the plant grow, there may be in some people damage to the liver. So there are some cases of liver cirrhosis which seem to relate to the use of cats. But we don't know if that's the, the cathinone or whether that's some other toxin on the plant. So on what grounds has the government made the decision this week to make this an illegal agent to own, distribute, consume? The grounds that it's been taken through Parliament are that it was causing social disruption in some Somali communities where the men, largely the unemployed young men, were chewing cat all day, probably because they had nothing better to do, and they're 
female partners were complaining. There was also this spectre raised that because it comes from East Africa, the funds that go back into East Africa for selling the cat would be used to promote terrorism in that region. This idea of it promoting terrorism is actually, I think, very speculative. The government didn't provide any evidence for that at all. Uh, and the government's own advisory council, the ACMD, actually said that that was really just hearsay or some kind of almost possibly even a fabricated justification. But the health risks, surely we can't really argue with those. If, if you're saying that there is an agent, it is potentially addictive and can potentially do harm in the long term then it doesn't seem too unreasonable to say that we ought to put something in place, if not a ban, something to regulate this or to control it. We would all be in favour of a sensible form of regulation. In fact, CAT made quite a useful contribution to the, not only to the East African economy, but also to the UK economy, because, of course, the importation of CAT was uh, subject to VAT, so we've lost an income stream. But I think we need to put this in, in, into perspective here. Banning cat because it has some harms in a subgroup of people who use it is like banning Guinness because some Irish people drink too much Guinness. It's a culturally determined form of drug use with relatively le low harm, certainly less harm than alcohol. And the majority of people who use cat do not come to any harm. Uh, in fact, as I've said before, the, the people who do use it excessively are doing so because they've got nothing else to do. And once they get into employment, they tend to stop using. So this is a, this, the scale of the problem is relatively minor. And making it illegal was, is truly a, a, a sledgehammer to crack a nut. And I want to just say a little bit more about the history because this is an issue that's been being debated for a good 15 years. And the background is not the health harms. The background is the fact that, for reasons we don't understand, but part of this crazy US war on drugs, the USA banned cats about 15 years ago. And that had two effects. It increased the price of cats in the USA by three or fourfold. And that then led to organised crime importing cat into the USA. And in fact, that led to a death in Britain as organised criminals wiped out the, the local cat importers in Brighton and his body, his body was found floating in the English Channel. And so this is a classic profile where you ban a drug, the price goes up, and it then becomes of interest to criminal gangs who start selling it. So the use of cat in America has not gone down because it's part of the... East Africa tradition of chewing, but the price has gone up and it's now fostering crime because it's, it's criminal. Now, the government have classified cat as Class C, so what does that actually mean and how did they arrive at that decision as to how to classify cat? Drugs are classified into three classes, A, B and C, with A being the most harmful and C being drugs of moderate harm. So they've put it into the, the lowest classification and that means that it attracts the lowest penalties for possession and supply. But you can still go to prison for two years for possession, and you can go to prison for seven years for supply. So we will see a series of prosecutions in courts around airports, particularly Heathrow, probably of women coming in from Ethiopia, Somalia and Kenya, 
smuggling cat who will then be put into prison for probably five years when they're largely trying to raise a bit of money to support their starving families in East Africa. Complete waste of money for us and utterly destructive to their families back home.